Faders, welcome to yet another action-packed episode of God Faded Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. That's right. And as you fine folks know, God Faded Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan in the news. That's right. And uh, yeah, my month of sobriety is over and I'm fucking bringing out the big guns, boys. I've got Ballantine's Finest Blended Scotch Whiskey. Now, I was gifted this on my birthday and it's been sitting right underneath my desk for the last like month, like a month and a half almost, right? And every day I would go, I would go to my desk and I'd sit down, I'd work. And they would be staring at my balls. It was under the desk. And anytime I had to like, I, I dropped something or I had to plug something in, I would look down there and I'd be like, oh, this bottle of whiskey. Oh my God. <laughs> One day I will open it. And faders, that day is right now because I got it. And uh, if you're a Patreon person, a Patreon fader, you'll be watching me pour this. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Look at this. A glass full of rocks. And now it's full of whiskey. Oh, God, I love whiskey. So, um, Thomas, what are you drinking? On episode number 577. Uh, I'm drinking the Blue Boys. Yeah. Okay. Or 577. Seven. Drinking the Blue Boys. Okay. Uh, I will say, like, the Ballantines, that is very good whiskey. I have had that before. Not, not recently, but the, that is excellent stuff. I do quite like it. Out of all the blended scotches, this one here, this and Shivas Regal, I think, are probably the two best by far. Okay. Shivas yeah, Regal is really good. As oh, well. yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, you hear that? You yeah. hear that? You hear that? Oh. Okay. Give me a virtual kampai, bra. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Boom. Mm. as we say in Japan. Shinomade. That's right. Oh, man. Well, yes, the month of sobriety is over, and I'm back to business. I'm drinking, and I'm drinking good, man. After this, I got to meet up with my boy, Scott. I'm going to drink with him a little bit, and I got to give him a package. And the package that I got to give him is a jacket. I'm not sure if you know this, Tom, but I've been painting jackets for the last month and a half, and I've painted, I think, like maybe 20 of them. And these jackets are badass, dude. And the best thing about Scott is Scott's going to- No, I didn't. I did know about it because remember uh, Mr. Badcock, who's a mutual friend who's who's been on a show before. You did the goat for him. Oh yeah, Brian. Yeah, I did the goat for him. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, that was a, that was an awesome yeah, project. Was, I'm aware. No, dude, you told me. Don't get me wrong. I think your jackets look uh, badass. Uh, so good for you, man. Like good for you that you're uh, able to like you know profit off your skills and make a business out of it. I applaud you. About time. Thank you, man. Oh god. 
But yeah, yeah. For the longest time, I, I was getting orders for a couple of jackets. I didn't know how to get them out of the country and stuff because like right now the whole, I guess the whole shipping system in Japan is completely screwed because of Corona. But uh, Scott's got a connection where he's able to import and export goods because of his business. He's um, into the, um, well, I, I don't think I should say it's nothing bad or anything, but it's just like he's in an import export kind of business or whatever. Um, the connects. Like what more, what more do you need? He's got the connections. Yeah, yeah. He's got, well, the American postal connection. (laughs) So anyway, so anyway, I got to give him a package that has a jacket and he's got to send it to uh, Oregon. So yes, I can do international uh, deliveries. So faders, if you're interested in a jacket, definitely check out the uh, sponsor of the Spilt Ink, which is my website, T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Check that out, order a jacket. And um, yeah, I think I only have two on the website right now because man, they sell like motherfucking hotcakes. God, these denim jackets. I If I would have known that denim jackets would have been hot, I would have done this years ago. My God. Are you selling on Etsy or what's up with that? Oh, Etsy. No, I just sell them off the website or just through connections and stuff. And because um, Etsy, I do have an Etsy page and I do use that, but I have nothing on Etsy regarding the uh, jackets. I, that's actually a good idea, Tom. A very good idea. Thank you. So isn't that like, well, I, I don't know. I've never really messed around with Etsy, but like my understanding of it is it's supposed to be like handcrafted goods. So it's like if you want to like sell your paintings or now you're doing jackets, like that would seem like the go-to place be like, yo, you can get your one of a kind Johnny, be it a painting or a jacket or whatever. And that'd be like, you, you know, your thing, but you know, mm. like what the fuck do I know, dude? If, you, if you're doing your paintings and your jackets and you're selling them off like Instagram or fucking Facebook or whatever, they're selling, they're selling, right? So what the fuck do I know? Well, you know, quite a bit, man. It was a great idea, dude. And I, I applaud you for offering that. I mean, maybe there's somebody somewhere in the States or in Europe or South America or something that heard you say Etsy and they're like, what is Etsy? So they research Etsy and like, oh my God, this can change my life. So, you know, your mention probably just helped somebody out, out there. There's a lot of fucking people listening to the show. And faders, uh, come pie to all of you, by the way. Come pie to all of you. Thank you for listening to the show. Um, um, this is actually my third whiskey. So um, I might be slurring my words in about, <laughs> 10 minutes uh yeah also also don't forget to stick in man don't don't forget to like show pictures of your awesome like paintings and jackets and whatever but don't don't you know feel free to slip in be like yo man and i also do commission work so if you want a custom johnny you know a custom johnny jacket i can pimp it the fuck out oh thank you tom thank you well all right well i want to say thank you for your support. And I also want to give you my support, dude, because dude, you got a new job. Congratulations, man. Yeah, dude. I'm awesome. Like I, I, okay. 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 I'll slow down like real quick here, but like, I kind of knew I could get a new job and then like, cause of the coronavirus and things going, uh, like maybe I do have a job. Maybe I don't have a job. Then it was like delayed. The contract signing was delayed and then it was delayed and I was, now it's happened. Oh, great. And like, yeah, I'm fucking good. And I'm still employed from the last job because I got my month's severance. So I'm double dipping. So yeah, I'm actually good. That is fantastic. Dude, you got the Christmas miracle. The happy holidays have served you well. Served you well indeed, my friend. Oh my God. So you're working now. You're fully employed. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. There's a... hmm? Go go for it. Yeah, which don't get me wrong though. I was there's a little bit stressed because like I was like, oh shit, maybe this is not gonna happen. Oh shit, maybe they're gonna be give me fucked up hours and blah 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 blah. And there was like a bunch of drama that came along with it, but like nah, the thing went through smoothly. It was delayed by a week due to you know circumstances that weren't my fault. 
And like, no, nah, it's a pretty cool job because they're only basically asking me to work, work 30 hours or less a week. And wow. That's, yeah. That's, good. that's it. Yeah, exactly. Not, not, not only that. And like, here's the thing. They leave you alone. This is what, this is exactly what I need. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can go, go to a fucking school. And like, if we don't get complaints from the students and from the teachers, from other teachers or students, then you're fucking fine. I'm like, fucking yeah. They leave you alone with the children. Okay. I'm a little concerned now, but you know, it, it no, but no, 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 but it is, remember what I was talking about why I hated my last couple of jobs. Cause they sat there and fucking micromanage. They follow you around like a creepy stalker and micromanage. No, you have to do it this way. No, we have a policy to do it this way. And it's like, bitch. I'm like, I'm, I've been a fucking teacher for what? Like 18 years, maybe more. Well, yeah. Like professional. Look at how, how would you how would you feel if I just fucking like you just walked into your studio and started lecturing you about how you're painting? But like, nah, you know, I think this is good, but maybe you, know, you gotta do this and blah 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 blah. I would break this whiskey bottle over your head. <laughs> yeah, you'd be pretty, pretty <laughs> fucking pissed. Like yeah. how how dare you fucking criticize me something? They're like, oh, no. Or or same like, you know, if we had you know, our buddy Jeremy, who's like, you know, an MMA guy who's a martial artist, like start fucking criticizing his martial arts. It's like, dude. Oh, he would kick your ass. <laughs> He's yeah, he, a tough he <laughs> he would, but like seriously, this is how I feel about teaching. We're not talking about just something like you know you're a hobbyist at. Like it's something that's been an integral part of my life mm-hmm. for like a, more than a decade. It's like yeah. I know what the fuck I'm doing. I've made a living. Yeah. So same same with you know art you know, art and Jeremy and his MMA and like whatever. So like I'm just like this is fucking perfect. They have a plan. There's some steps. Go through it. Blah blah blah. Boom. Done. And Congratulations. Then it's, it's fucking great. Yeah, that's great, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy. I'm sure I'm happy. right now there's like and, and 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 they pay more money. They pay more money than the last job. And it's like, <laughs> oh wow, you win, you win. Tom wins. I won. Yeah, I won. I fucking won. Yeah. And, and I, I collected my severance. I told them fuck up. Oh, um, funniest thing to happen during all this fucking shit. And I still have this fucking bitch's business card. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to show it on on the internet. But I still have this bitch's business card. Like one of the HR people that hired me. So I don't know how this exactly this happened. My kid likes likes to like you know crawl around and like you know grab things and grab random things and pick them up and move them and like whatever, and like it's caused some problems because like sometimes he moves like you know something important like my mouse or like my wife's glasses or something like this. Blah 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 blah. Kids got whatever, Yeah, for whatever reason, he found like you know one of the bitches that hired me who was like who's a fucking evil bitch found her business card and moved it to the living room and put it on the coffee table. I didn't know this. I. I I don't give a shit. Like, I should have checked the thing, you know, a while ago, but whatever. He did that. And then, like, a couple of days ago, I gave him a bath because, like, you know, I have to help out with child responsibilities. So I gave him a bath and, you know, then I can dry him off. Then I got to put, like, you know, the baby oil and I'm changing him and blah, 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 blah. Right, too I'm much like, information, well, okay? <laughs> you have to bathe your kids, dude. You don't, you don't want to be raising the fucking smelly, stinky kid. But whatever. Yeah. But like, I, I had to fucking do that, man. It's, it's, child care is not glamorous. But anyway. So I'm like, you know, fucking I tell my kid down, I'm like, all right, buddy, hold on, let me, you know, let me just fucking, uh, okay, let me pop the diaper on you, blah, blah, blah. And while I'm like, you know, trying to grab the diaper and put it on him, he just like literally just decided to piss under the coffee table. And I was like, stop, fucking stop, stop. I look, and you know, there was only one thing under the coffee table, one thing only, the fucking one of the HR bitches that hired me was an evil person, he just literally just pissed all over a business card. I was like, you know what, buddy? We're just gonna let this one go. Nice. Well, that's some grade A parenting, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, good, like, don't pee in the house unless you're good. 
let this be a warning to you, son. Don't do that unless Papa approves. Okay, and you definitely approved. You should return the you should return the business card, man. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, well, I do have to mail him some stuff back. So yeah, we'll see about that. Might as well, unless I mean, maybe they'll take it and clone your kid using the DNA. But I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt that. Oh man. All right, man. Well, you got stuff to celebrate. I've got stuff to celebrate. So let's celebrate together by breaking into the news, man. And All right. So Christmas is coming early this year. <laughs> the holidays, yeah. But um, dude, okay. We used to do this a long time ago, right? We used to do junk and pong to see who reads the news first. Why don't we bring that shit back? All right, you want to go that? Yeah, okay, here we go. I haven't done it in years. Junk and pong. I go to show. Okay, wait. Did you just rock? You got rock? You did that on purpose or you just say, all right, cool. You got rock. Okay, I got scissors. You got rock. Okay, you win. All right. So for all those fans that are listening, how uneventful. (laughs) Sorry, we're not sorry. Okay, Tom, you win. So you get the first story. All right. Blow us away with something good. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Okay. Come on, Tom. <laughs> I know. My fucking internet's slow. I'm sorry, man. My fucking, my, my fucking shit sucks. I'm sorry. I haven't got paid that much yet. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Um, woman suspected of harassing Ropungi Hills Law Firm and threatening suicide at the entrance. What? Wow, Ropungi Hills, dude. That's like fucking Fifth Avenue kind of stuff, dude. 
Well, yeah, Fifth Avenue or this like Roppongi Hills is like the equivalent. Of, you you change it Beverly Hills. That's like the money, money, money. Yeah, pretty much they're about the same. Yeah, I mean it's 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 stupidly fucking wealthy. Oh my god! Yeah. All right, read on, my friend. We got to know what's going on. Okay, Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a 39-year-old woman for allegedly harassing a law firm in Minato Ward. Reports TV Asahi on December 1st. In February, Akiko Ujie allegedly threatened a male lawyer working for the firm whose office is located inside the Roppongi Hills complex. Quote, you won unfairly and put me on a disadvantage. She wrote in a rather nasty email saying, I will commit suicide at the entrance of your office, bitch. Oh, wow, dude. <laughs> wow, that's insane. Oh, no, actually, I, I threw in the bitch part, but come on. It, it's implied at the very least. Oh, definitely, definitely. She had like five explanation marks. <laughs> okay. So to, to wrap this up, upon her arrest on suspicion of disrupting a business, no shit. <laughs> Oh fuck! You're breaking up. Oh, you're breaking up, dude. Oh, I knew this was gonna happen. Oh, I start drinking and the internet falls apart. God damn it! Admitted to the right. allegation. Yo, 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 dude, dude, dude. The last like thirty seconds, nobody heard shit. Stop! Stop! The train is off the tracks. Okay, one more time. One more time. Okay. All right. Uh, hold on. From the top. Yeah, well, let me just like take not not the beginning of the article, but the, the second part. Sure, yeah, go for it. Okay. Upon her arrest on suspicion of disrupting a business, new shit, Ujia admitted to the allegations. According to the police, Ujia was engaged in a dispute with a temporary staffing agency that employed her. Hmm. The lawyer represented the temporary staffing agency between January of 2018 and last month. Ujia repeatedly sent similar emails to the lawyer and others at the firm damn that's it see you know you really can't threaten people these days you're never gonna win especially if you're threatening a lawyer because tom you know what a lawyer does a lawyer does legal things they know the law so if you threaten a lawyer the lawyer's like well i can sue you for a b c d E F G H I J K L M N O motherfucking P. You're going broke, bitch. I'm taking all your money because I'm a lawyer, and that's what lawyers do. We take your money. Trust me, I've got a good lawyer. You know my lawyer. Holy smokes, dude! Lawyers know how to take your money. Oh, by the way, we should probably get him as a sponsor. Yeah, 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 yeah. but that's that's true. But she just hit him in a part where they can't, like, they can't control. It's like if she fucking sets herself on fire in front of their entrance, that's going to be bad publicity for them so i'm just saying like you know she took it in a in direction money of the law can't hurt her if, oh. she, if, she, if she'd actually followed through um you know if well, she'd actually followed through okay yeah she did commit suicide i guess they can't get her but because, because like i because like because think about this like you know like the lawyers they're like okay yeah we, we don't have to like sue somebody we can do this we can do that we can blah 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 because blah, they're professional lawyers but like they can get something like that and like you know, fucking maybe one guy turns to like, you know, another guy and goes, um, yeah, I think we need to beef up security. Can we double or maybe triple security? You know, just in case, just saying, might be worth the money. 
Did you ever see that South Park where they hired a lawyer? The kids hired a lawyer and they did a suance. Was it a suance where they did kind of like a seance? But it's seance. A, they seance. No, no, it's a suance. They 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 tried to sue the guy who created the toilet because Craig's mother fell into the toilet and died. So they had a suance. So they had a special lawyer who sued Ghost. Maybe these guys could okay, do. I, it. Okay, okay. I I definitely did not see that that South Park episode, and like I probably want to now. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I really have I've not watched South Park in so fucking long. Oh, I saw like episode zero pandemic. I think the last thing I saw was episode zero, like pandemic one. And I, okay. I, I, no, 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 I no, really no. much Steven, Season 16, man. It's where they get really good. But yeah, the suance. Mm. So maybe these lawyers can do that. Suance. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, at first, I thought you were tripping or like just really drunk. Like I was like, do you mean seance? No, 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 a suance where they sue a dead ghost. I'm like, Oh, okay. That actually makes sense. Yeah. No, I'm actually, I'm actually holding my own pretty good, man. Even though this is my third glass. Um, but I feel good. Holy smokes. I God, I miss drinking. Drinking's great. I feel good. All right. My story. <clears throat> okay. I've got, I've got a lot of crazy stories. All right. So, all right. We all do, man. I've got about 15 or 16. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, let's go through these as quickly as we can so we can get as many stories out there as we can. Okay. Here we go. Here's a short one. <clears throat> Man arrested for deliberately crashing car, killing his sister. Police in Ichihara, Chiba Prefecture, have arrested a 21-year-old unemployed man on suspicion of murder by deliberately ca- causing a car to crash in which his 26-year-old sister was killed. Oh, my God. That's going to fuck up their holidays. The incident occurred at around 2 a.m. on October 30th. Oh, God. Devil's Night. Uh, that's a bad luck day, dude, right there. Um, it is very bad luck. Oh, it's a, it it's is. a rather auspicious day, as one would say. That's true. That's true. A lot of hijinks happens on October 31st. Fuji TV reported that Shogo Takazawa was driving his sister, Arika, and was in the front passenger seat when Shogo steered the car into a telephone pole on a curve, police said. They were both taken to the hospital where Erika died due to severe head injuries. Her brother suffered injuries as well. Please wait. Please wait until... God, this story is written like shit. Please wait until Takazawa had recovered before questioning him about the circumstances of the accident. On Thursday, he was quoted by police as saying that he deliberately crashed the car and he had wanted to die, too. Oh, my God. So pretty much this is like a murder-suicide kind of case. But this guy's kind of dumb because if if I was in this situation, I mean, I would never, ever, ever be in this situation. But if by any kind of a situation, I was in this situation. Okay, yeah. If I was in this situation, I would say this. I would say, listen, officers... You're never going to believe this. But what happened to me was exactly what happened in the movie, Maximum Overdrive. The car took over. The car did everything. Do you remember Maximum Overdrive with Emilio Estevez, the Stephen King novel, which became a killer classic movie? Oh, man, dude. The, the car just completely took over, and, and it killed my sister. Exactly like maybe, oh, or, or, or if it wasn't, or if he doesn't use that clause, he's got to use the Christine clause. He could say, officer, my car 
is a spook car. It's possessed by a ghost. It's a spook car, just like in the movie <laughs> Christine. Oh, man, I was driving straight. But then Christine, she got pissed because she gets jealous. Why does she get jealous? Because of uh, my sisters in the car? I have no idea. Maybe she thinks we're doing some incest kind of stuff. I have no idea. But anyway, yes, it's a spook car. And it crashed, killing my sister and injuring myself. Um, yeah, dude, uh, Maximum Overdrive is a pretty good movie, even though it's kind of fucked up, even though it was like Stephen King's one and only director. It's one and only movie he ever directed. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm over my trivia. Actually, shout out to uh, our friend, uh, Mr. Brian Typhair, uh, Mr. Typhenstein, who did some fan work for us and also has his own podcast, Rotten Reviews, where he does like a uh, review, yep. like horror movies like that. Oh fuck so, yeah, dude! It's a great yeah. Man, be, be, because yeah, because of that you start saying that because of that, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that movie that, this year. I rewatched it. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. Oh dude, yeah. Oh god, that's a great podcast, Faders. You should definitely be listening to it. And um, yeah, it's a great movie. And if I was this fucking kid, twenty-one-year-old kid, I would definitely say either. The car is a spook car or it's a maximum overdrive kind of car. That's what I'd say. It was taken over by what happened? I haven't seen maximum overdrive in a long time. What was it? It was like a radioactive gas that engulfed. No, it was okay. I, I have seen it this year. It was a radioactive meteor that passed by that sent off some like real, real weird waves and caused all the cars to become actually, you know, mechanical shit to be sentient. So lawnmowers are fucking, you know, turning on their owners and fucking, um, yeah, fucking vehicles are going all, all hardcore and like, you know, trying to kill humanity. But like, you know, this little scrappy little group of uh, misfits means to persevere in the back of a diner, mainly because like, well, the owner is a gun nut. And he's got like, you know, fucking RPGs and shit hanging out in the back. <laughs> Let's blow some shit up. No, God. It's, uh, it's an interesting movie. No, it's a great movie. I never read the book. I read Christine when I was younger. But I never read Maximum Overdrive. Was Maximum Overdrive a short story? Um, yeah, no, it was. It was like I haven't read it either. Sorry, like uh, I did. I haven't read a ton of Stephen King. It was based on a short story that he wrote. That something else, and like even like Stephen King, like even though he directed, he was he's completely trashed. And apparently, he's a, apparently he had a big drug addiction at the time. And he's like, don't watch that movie. It sucks. I was just coked out of my mind at the same, you know, the entire time. I don't actually remember making that movie. Oh something God. like that. So, so something really weird and wacky. Actually, yeah. half the books that he made in the 80s, he doesn't remember making. Like one of his one of his best movies and books is Cujo. I fucking, Cujo used to scare the shit out of me because in my neighborhood, everybody had big dogs, right? So yeah. fucking all of a sudden I saw Cujo as a little kid and I was like, oh my God, dogs are fucking bad. It was, uh, it was a Rottweiler, right? This thing are fucking scary as is. It was one of those big, huge dogs that, I, I don't know, um, Rottweiler, I, I can't remember the name. But anyway, Cujo's no, fucking Cujo. Cujo's fucking Cujo, man. Anyway, yeah, that fucking movie is fucking scary. But anyway, that's yeah. His, that, that's the scariest movie involving dogs. Second movie, yeah, Pet Cemetery is fucking, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Oh, the original, yeah. Sometimes dead is better. Mm. <laughs> All right, your story. My story is dead, and dead is better. All right. Speaking of rounding stuff up, yeehaw. Uh, just by weird coincidence, I work from a dude with, uh, from Texas today. So... <clears throat> By that same tradition, yeehaw, we're going to round up some shit. And yeehaw, Osaka police rounded up 61 prostitutes in Umeda. Bow, bow, bow. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, dude, I'm fucking digging gold tonight, man. There's, there's, I told you there's some crazy shit. But fucking 61 in Umeda, which is like, if you're in Osaka, like, I know I know we're really Tokyo-centric, but Umeda's like the fucking gold. That's like the main area. And like, we're sorry, one of the main shopping districts in Osaka. And it's, yep. it's a pretty nice fucking place. Yeah. And I love it. Very nice fucking place. Yeah. Osaka's awesome. All right, please read on. That's a lot of fucking hookers. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking poontang to be rounded up. Cops are hooker hunting. Yeah, they'd be hooker hunting. Be yeah, I, hope they, I hope they had their uh, big old nightsticks and batons out for that one. Come on, Santa, we're going to go hooker hunting tonight. Yeah. <laughs> hooker hunting. Woo! Oh, hooker yeah. hunting. Hey, Tom, guess what season it is? <laughs> hooker hunting. I thought it was the season of the witch. No, what? Merry Christmas? No, wait, what? No, oh, no, it's hooker hunting season. Hooker hunting season. All right. <laughs> All right, read on, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can't word. do from the north. Word. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no I'm, I'm fucking going north on this one. I, I, I'm not, I'm going to draw, draw up the southern draw. All right, go I, south. No, no, no. You do not want you not want me to rate this with southern accent. Jesus That'd Christ! Just read the fucking article for God's sakes. <laughs> All right. My normal northern accent. Uh, the word tachimbo literally means to stand for an unspecified length of time. However, it colloquially refers to a streetwalker. In recent years, Osaka Prefectural Police have had their collective eye on one underground shopping area in Osaka's Kita Ward that is frequently used by such prostitutes. According to Kyoto News on December 5th, Police surrounded up 61 prostitutes between who were solicited. <laughs> okay, I thought this one was written as okay, but it's not. But just so you know, I'm not that drunk. Police rounded up 61 prostitutes between who were soliciting customers around the fountain at Izumu no Haraba in Umeda between May of last year and this past February. That was, that's, yeah, there's some obviously grammatical errors and fuck-ups and that. The prostitutes aged between 17 and 64. What? That's 64 years old. Well, then again, you know, in Japan, the girls look kind of young. So That's the fucking range, dude. 64 probably looks a little bit more like, I would say 40. I mean, depending yeah, on how many... I don't, know, I don't know. See, it's typical to see if it's, if it's for Japanese women. They look, like, really good up until they hit about 60, and then they just, like, look, like, super old. But they, they age quite gracefully in general. But, like... Uh, oh, you didn't read, like... There's, 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 not all of them. There, there's not a, all of them. Not all of them. There's, there's another one I read. Like, it's a really long article. So I, I choose not to read it for the... For the uh, a podcast but like yeah there was one i read that was like the world's oldest prostitute who's a japanese woman who's 84 and she's still doing porn <laughs> all right well i got some good damn <laughs> and uh yeah and trust me i, I took pictures of her she looks 84 and this is like fully clothed in kimono and i did not need to see any more you know what they say about the kimono? It takes at least like five years off your your, your <laughs> way you look. God, I am getting drunk. Oh, in that case, <laughs> Jesus, man. Um, yeah, the booze is kicking in. All right, dude, hurry up. Read your story. Before okay, I get uh, so round up 61 prostitutes, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's here again. Prostitutes are 17 to 64, blah, blah, blah. I wanted money to cover my living expenses. One of the prostitutes told the police. And another said, I had to repay debts. After each prostitute was released, she was sent to prosecutors, and then she was then ordered to pay a fine. Jeez. So, 
Actually, yeah, shit. So they're just like, uh, yeah, no jail time, just pay a fine. So it's like, yeah, so if they was, you know, doing good, turning tricks, then it was probably all right. Well, I think the Johns and the pimps get more in more trouble, I, especially the Johns, because uh, they got to go home to their, their wives and their families. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, as, as I say, it is, a victim, it is a victimless crime. Unless you get... Um, <laughs> Unless you get fucking rolled. Uh, uh, the area around Izumino Hiroba has been extensively renovated over the past year. The work included the removal of the fountain. The work was commemorated with a reopening on Saturday. For the prostitutes, a key element was nearby love hotels. Quote, since it is a matter of deterioration in morals. That is written. Since this isn't a matter of deterioration, goddamn, that is this is written fucked up. Who the fuck would say that? A lawyer. Yeah, a lawyer, but like a lawyer smoking crack. And public order, a crackdown was lo- a longstanding issue wise. I, I, you, you can't make up some of the way these articles are just written fucked up. And in, in, in an investigative source tells a news outlet, that's an all. In November of last year, police arrested a member of the blah, 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 blah. Okay, okay. Just whatever. You get it. Yeah, we get the point. Yeah. yeah. According to police, each woman was charged. Uh, uh, according to the uh, police, each uh, woman was charged 5,000 yen, aka 50 bucks a day for or a pimp for protection services over a five month period. He collected about fucking holy shit, 22.5 million yen. Damn, dude, we should be pimps. Wait, wait, wait. Do the math. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm glossing over a couple details, but like, this dude was charging like women 50 bucks a day for their, as a pimp for their protection fee over a five month period. He collected 22.5 million yen. That's $2 million. Yeah. That's what I said. We're in the wrong business. Podcast. We are so in the fucking wrong business. How do I get into this shit? Yeah. But dude, you don't make any money podcasting. Oh, by the way, thank you very much, Faders, for signing up for the Patreon. We do have a Patreon. This video for this episode is definitely going to be on the Patreon. Sign up and support the show. Thank you very much. No, dude, but the thing is, pimping, holy shit, that's where the money is. All you do is you just sit around and collect money. You know, well, what do they do in Japan? You know, in the States, they got to do a lot of shit, like beat people up and stuff. But in Japan, I think the country's pretty safe, you know, I really, well, in the articles that we read. But the thing is, she's just like, I don't know, we don't really read any pimp stories for like i think i think i i think i think there's an unspoken degree i think they kind of like throw money at the police to make this shit go away if the dude was making the dude made two million dollars in five months i think he was just pocketing that shit rather than there's an unspoken agreement some of that's supposed to go to the police for bribery so they kind of look the other way Mm. my understanding all right all right well next story then okay well i've got a sexy story but a bad sexy, not a good sexy, but a bad sexy. Um, all right. Don't play doctor with your patients. Doctor arrested for sexually molesting nurse during medical examination. The story took place in Tokyo. Police in Tokyo have arrested a director of a clinic on suspicion of sexually molesting a female nurse during a medical examination. Okay. Police uh, allege that Shu Uto, 65 years old, a doctor living in Shibuya Ward, groped the clinic's nurse, a woman in her 40s, at Onazuka Clinic in Ota Ward between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. Man, that's early for a groping. Sankai Shimbun reported police said Uto has is, denied sorry, the sorry. Can, 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 I, can I stop you there? 
is, no. it, is there is, is any time like appropriate for a groping? I'm just asking. Well, dude, usually when we read stories, gropings happen like late at night when people are all drunk uh, in the streets. After, or yeah, early after the a little bit of alcohol is involved. Yeah, the liquid courage makes you do stupid shit. Okay, sorry, man. Sorry for go on. Okay, right. Well, I, I think 11 o'clock is pretty early for a groping, though. Jeez. Well, anyway, um, deny. All right, so Uto has denied the charge and quoted him as saying that uh, he followed the standard medical protocol when examining the woman's breast. Man, I should just stop reading here. That's pretty much a wrap for the story. <laughs> hey, I followed protocol when I was molesting the girl's breast during an examination. I mean, that right there should should definitely condemn this guy, dude. <laughs> right? Uh, standard medical medical pro- protocol is if a, a doctor, a male doctor, examines a female patient, he has at least one nurse in, present in the room at all times. Well, it says later. Just so that- you know, he's not doing fuck ups. It says later in the article that he used his mouth instead of his hands. So I, I think he was being just thorough. Yeah, he was being a little bit too thorough, a little bit too familiar. But no, nah, like, I'm I think, I, I think, no, I, I read this, but like, no, I, I'm sorry, man. I also, I read th- this one, I read another article and like, um, he's, this has not been the first time he's been accused of like groping a nurse during a medical, quote unquote, medical examination, though. I think, oh, he, I, think he, I think he did something similar to a girl in her 20s, a nurse in her 20s. Oh God! Well, this guy's gonna get fucked. Medical purposes. I'm, you know, obviously you can't see me, but I'm using air quotes for medical purposes. Okay, right. Okay, reading on. According to the warrant, Uto pretended. Wait, Uko. Yeah, that's it. Uto pretended to medically examine the woman's lower back after she complained of pain. He then groped her breasts and lower body while the clinic remained closed. All right. Yeah. So it was closed at the time, and he was like fondling her body because. Why would he fondle her breasts if she had a pain in her lower back? He's like, oh, see, the problem is you're off balance. <laughs> oh, man. The woman resigned. This thing over here. All right. It's like, oh, these jubblies, like, you know, these big old titties right here. They're just throwing your weight off back. They're causing back problems. What you need is a reduction. Here, let me reduce. All right. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Uh, the woman resigned from the clinic after the incident occurred. The case came to light when the nurse consulted the police in October. Um, You know what? If this, if something like, if I was a woman and something like this happened to me, the first person I would consult is a fucking lawyer. I would go to a lawyer because, man, if that happened to her while she, well, if that, if that happens to anybody at any time, you consult a lawyer first because a lawyer is going to be like, okay, this is what you say to the cops. This is what you do. This is now your new protocol. And then, know what's going to happen? This lady is going to get paid, man. Doctors got money, especially if they're head of a clinic, man. This doctor, oh, God. He's in big trouble, not only with his wallet, but with his wife. This guy's going to get fucked. Well, no, he's never going to get fucked again unless he's. Oh, no, you see, you're making a distinction right now. You see, you're make, making a mistake here. There's two kinds of different suits she could bring against him civil suit, which is like saying, you sexually harassed me and I want money, or criminal suit, which is like she means she doesn't get money and he goes to fucking jail. So, which one do you want? Well, see, if she if she consulted her lawyer first, she would hear that. And the lawyer's like, listen, you've got two choices, choice A or choice B. But she went to the cops, which means this guy's just going to go to jail. You know, and she could probably do both. I'm well, it, 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 it depends. Like, he, he, might, he might pull the magic money to get out of jail free card and bribe his way out of it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But she should definitely, faders, if fucking, you get in any trouble, you got to get a lawyer. That's what you got to do. It's fucking 2021 almost. Get a fucking lawyer and you're good to go. All right, next story. Last story, I think. We only got uh, 10 minutes. Tom, hurry up. Come on. Maybe we can do some. Okay. 
All right, no, 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 fuck it. Let's just go for broke. On the note of getting paid, here we go. Nice work if you can get it. Osaka hostess failed to report 210 million yen of payment to the tax ban. Wait, did Os- we- Oh, no, no, we didn't do this one yet. I just, yeah, go for it. Sorry, sorry, my bad. Yeah, it's kind of, no, no, I, I know what you're saying. It's kind of a big deal, but yeah, this is this one's a whopper. Tax officials have filed a criminal complaint against a hostess at a high-end nightclub in uh, Osaka City for concealing more than 200 million yen in income over a three-year period, reports uh, Yomiuri Shimbun on December 9th. The Osaka Regional Taxation Bureau referred the hostess 35 to prosecutors on suspicion of violation of tax income law. She is accused of failing to report 210 million yen in income between 2016 and 2018 and evading 51 million yen in taxes. Fuck, dude. That's that's a fortune. Yeah. The hostess is liable for 62 million yen in taxes to be paid and penalties. And she has submitted a revised tax declaration and paid the majority of the owed amount. According to the Bureau, the hostess lives in Sakai City's Keita War. She is con- uh, contracted to the club located in Kita Shinchi of Osaka. A lot of Osaka centric, a lot of weird Osaka centric centric stories coming our way this day. Hostess is believed to have kept the yeah. The hostess is believed to have kept the unreported funds as savings. So let me break it down for you. So um, over three years, this bitch made like two million bucks. My she was supposed to. She's supposed to pay roughly about half a million dollars in taxes, which still three year period, 1.5 million yen, just pure like you money. That's a pretty good haul. Holy shit. Tom, we're in the wrong business. We should be hostesses. <laughs> that's that, that's got to be the fucking title for this episode. We're just, we're totally in the fucking wrong business. We're in the we're wrong business. Or hosting or fucking stuff. Something in the sex industry, obviously. Obviously, we're just fucking doing it wrong because we're just talking about it and reporting it. So we th- we done fucked it up, Peters. Sorry. Definitely, definitely. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Well, you think, you know, I mean, I guess like working as a hostess, it is kind of like a gray area. I don't know how that industry works financially for these girls and stuff. I know they do make a lot of money. They get presents and stuff from their uh, quote unquote boyfriends or whatnot. And they and I know they make a shit ton of money. I used to know I used to have a friend that was a Ginza hostess. And oh, my God, that girl, she had so many Louis Vuitton bags. This is years and years and years ago. And Louis Vuitton was like super huge in Japan. She had so many goddamn Louis Vuitton bags, dude. Big bags, small bags, handbags, any any kind of purse you could think of. This this girl had all of them, and they're all presents. And I was like, "Yo, um, you should probably just keep one and sell the rest." And she's like, "No, but they're so cute." I'm like, "Are you out of your fucking mind? Louis Vuitton purses all look the same. They're just different fucking shapes. Sell all of them. Keep one. That's like a million dollars right there." <laughs> But no, no, so. no, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll back you on this because this this happened years and years ago. But like, um, one of the guys I used to live with was a Danish guy, and he also he was a student. He did modeling, and like he knew a bunch of other models. So I got to meet like you know a bunch of the modeling community, and like you know interesting people, and blah blah blah. Like one of his buddies that lived in Osaka was like a Danish guy, like you know super like sexy model. Like he was dating like one of the fucking top hostesses, and like the exact same shit. But like this girl was fucking smart about it, how she did her fucking shit. So not only did she get tips and like her commission and blah, 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 Uriage and all the other bullshit, but like 
couple times a year, you know, for Valentine's Day or fucking her birthday or Christmas, she'd always say, I want this bag. I want this like Louis Vuitton bag or this one. I just like really super high end. So she'd get 10 guys to buy it for her. She'd keep one and then she'd just take the rest to a pawn shop and just unload them. Genius. Get like, yeah, just fucking genius. So on top of all the other money she'd get, she's just like, yeah, boom, done. And like, that's unreported. You know, they're talking about unreported income here. But like you can't really tra- trace that because you received a present that was a good, and then she took it to the fucking store and like you know pawned it off and like just fucking yeah, she do like shit like that. So wow. I was just like I was just like sitting there going wow, yeah. Uh, she's an interesting lady. She's pretty cool. Not only is she hot, but like she took like you know fucking ten of us drinking, just insisted on paying for everything. It was like money was just toilet paper. They were just like, eh, looking to we're going to oh my god, that's a good the, girlfriend. Hate our tab for yeah. That was nice. Well, Tom, I hope she did pay her taxes because the one thing is you can't fuck up in that shit because it always fucks you up, dude. It always fucks you up, man. I mean, fucking dude, you got to stay on top of that shit. I do. It's a fucking pain in the motherfucking ass. It fucking sucks. I fucking hate it, but you got to do it. You got to fucking do it. And uh, if you don't do it, you're going to wind up like this chick fucked, fucked by the man. So, faders, pay your taxes. It sucks, but you got to do it. <laughs> if I'm doing the math correctly, though, actually, if, if I'm not. doing the math correctly, she's only out a hundred. Well, USD, she's only out about uh, maybe a little over a hundred thousand dollars. Already, she's already a multimillionaire, though. So it's like, yeah, that sucks, but it's not like maybe they're going to keep it closer. I'm like, mm, I think she came out ahead. That's what they know about man. You know this bitch is concealing shit. You know she is probably. Yeah, like the movie, yeah, uh, like, call it, for, for you know, regular laymen who are not fucking pimps or this yeah. or that, like, yeah, don't fuck with tax man. Don't yeah, well, man. yeah, okay, Tom, hold on. But it's kind of like in the movie Casino and shit, like all, 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 like all these girls and stuff that are in these kind of businesses or whatever, like hostess businesses, I'm sure they got like a drawer that's just full of fucking diamonds and stuff, right? Like, yeah. uh, remember in Casino, that one girl, oh God, I'm fucking drunk now. Um, uh, not Jodie Foster, Sharon Stone. She had that uh, bank box and she opened it up and it's just diamonds and diamonds and diamonds. There's like a billion dollars worth of diamonds and stuff in there, dude. Yeah, she probably has the same thing, but good on her, whatever. <laughs> diamonds, diamonds are forever. Okay, man, I'm, I've got one more story and then we're out of here, dude. Oh my God. All right, all right, fucking go for it, dude. Hit it up like lightning in a bottle. Come on. All right, it's been a while since I drank whiskey. Whew. Feel all warm and stuff. All right, it's good. Are you in Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. 
These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fit on in style. Proper. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, that was an awesome show. It was completely awesome. And um, yeah, Faders, I've got some good news and bad news. Well, the good news is we recorded 98% of the show. 98% of the show is up and running, and uh, you guys have enjoyed it. Thank you very much for um, continuing to support Got Faded Japan and listening to almost the whole show. Um, yeah, 98% was recorded. Now, the reason why we didn't get that extra percent is because somebody's phone died. Because somebody forgot to charge their phone. And somebody, and I'm not pointing any fingers at anybody. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push the blame on somebody else. I'm not gonna say it's me or Tom or whoever. Could have been Saito-san. Who knows? Who knows? But somebody didn't have a charger. So because that somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do. I mean, speaking of, that is like a 1996 mistake. Or, all right, maybe a 2005 mistake. I mean, if you got any kind of a phone, any kind of a phone, flip phone, old phone, new phone, iPhone, if you got a phone in your hands or in your possession, you got to have a charger nearby. I mean, you got to. How can, how can you not have a charger at your house? That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. I don't get it. 2020 is so messed up. It's a 2020 problem. It really is because there's so much shit on the fan at this point. Uh, you know, the shit has hit the fan so many times. The fan looks like a it looks like a brown slimer. That's what it looks like. That's that's what the fan looks like these days, faders. Oh man, it's it's been one hell of a year. Thank God it's almost finished. Thank God. 2021. I've got a good feeling about 2021. We got big things in the works for 2021. We got some pretty amazing guests that are going to be on the show in 2021. Faders, come on. It is going to be one hell of a ride. So 2020 sayonara. Please leave soon. My God, this sucks. <laughs> I can't believe that somebody didn't have a charger. And um, yeah, well, at least we recorded most of the show. I mean, that is a good thing. 
Well, faders, if you've enjoyed the show and uh, we think you have, please sign up for our Patreon because if you do like Gutfit of Japan, if you do want to support the show and if you do got a couple of bucks burning in your pocket, support Gutfit of Japan. It really does mean the world to us. Uh, we try to get videos of every episode up there. Um, we also put uh, bonus stories, bonus content up there. And um, yeah, we try to get stuff up there as much as possible. And it really means the world to us. Um, if you can't, if you can't, we completely understand. It's 2020, and um, yeah, <laughs> this shit's hit the fan quite a bit. I mean, let's be honest. And um, if you don't have the money to support Cafe to Japan, we completely understand. But if you can support us in a different way, a free way, go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Five-star review and write something groovy. Write anything you want. As long as it's positive and happy, that is fantastic. It really does help us out. And... Um, Tis the season to be jolly, blah, 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 blah. We've got gifts for you and got faded all the time. In fact, every single day. Go to iTunes and to Facebook, blah, 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 blah. Buy me a beer. Yeah, definitely. Um, Faders, we got stuff on iTunes. <laughs> I fucked that up. We've got stuff. <laughs> I was doing so good. We, we've got stuff on Instagram. And on Facebook. Go to Instagram and Facebook and uh, enjoy our daily stuff. We, we've got so many photos and so many things up there. And it's all for free. Go check it out. It's for you guys. Tis the season. Da, 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 da. And uh, blah, 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 blah. Faders, thank you very much for tuning in to this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. I'm your host, Johnny. And somebody isn't here for the end of the show. <laughs> Peace. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Will oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up Republican shit. Eh, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.